What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to Money for the Rest of Us, a personal finance show on money, how it works, how to invest it, and how to live without worrying about it. I'm your host, David Stein. Today is episode 32. It's titled, Die Broke. The suggestion for today's topic came from Leslie, who wrote me and said she was curious to know what you think is the best way to spend most of your money by the time you die. And there are so many, there's a lot of advice on how to outlive your assets, but not the other way around. And in the title or email, the subject line on the email was Die Broke. And I thought, oh, that's a great topic. And it's one we, we don't really think of. Usually if you think of dying broke, it's because you ran out of money well before you die. In other words, die became broke five years before you die in, in, in the poor house. That's called retirement ruin. That's not what she was referring to. Is there a way to time it as closely as possible so you deplete all your assets before right about the time that you die? So, and I'll, and I, I give it some, I've given it some thought and I'll share a tool that you can certainly get close to potentially doing that. Before getting there, though, I, I wanted to share a Gallup poll that. I stumbled upon, they do it every year, and they ask Americans about their top financial worry. What do you think that would be? Well, it's retirement. And they've done this this survey at least back to 2001. And every year, going back to 2001, the top financial worry is retirement, followed by unexpected medical cost. In the most recent survey, 59% of those surveys listed retirement, specifically not having enough money to retire as their top financial worry. Now, why are so many people worried about retirement? Well, if you dig into the, at least in the U.S., if you dig into the census data, where the Census Bureau does pretty comprehensive study of wealth, and the amount of wealth individuals have. And I, I referred to this back in episode 10, titled, You'll Never Be Rich, But You Can Live Like You Are. And I, I kind of went back to that data to just to refresh my memory. How much do individuals have saved for retirement? Those that are most worried about retirement would be those in the age of 55 to 64, what would be called near retirees. And if you look at the net worth of near retirees, the median net worth, excluding their primary residence, is $45,000. So once you back out debt, and, and this would exclude mortgages, mortgage on their house, so it excludes equity in their home. So it's just their savings, less other debts they might have, be a car or perhaps student loans, although I'm not sure how many 55-year-olds still have student loans. I suppose some do. But the median net worth is 45000 That means half of that population set has a net worth less than 45000 
and half have more. And that was the wealthiest, if you want to call it wealthy, age group. Those that were younger than 55 actually had less net worth and those older. And when we talk about dying broke or or, or how how are these individuals going to fund the retirement when their savings are so low? Many of them will essentially die broke because they don't have sufficient money saved and they'll be broke well before they die unless they die young. We'll look at, again, a tool you can use to maximize that savings. But traditionally, there were three legs that individuals funded the retirement with. The primary leg was a defined benefit plan or a pension plan where they would work for an employer who would promise certain benefits for the rest of their life based on, once they retired, based on their years of service. Only 11% of workers in the U.S. today have access to a traditional pension plans. Most companies have shut down, have immunized their pension plans because Frankly, they don't. They no longer want to be, have the risk of investing those assets in a way to achieve a return, and and they ultimately find four hundred and one k plans, even with a match, much much cheaper way of going about it. But also puts a lot more risk on individuals to invest. So that that leg is gone. That leaves retirees or near retirees with Social Security in the U.S. or other social welfare programs in other countries, and their personal savings, either through a tax-deferred program like a 401k, an individual retirement account, or the taxable savings. And and again, the median is about 45,000. I think the average was probably over 100,000, but that's that's not very much at all. So what can be done about this. Is there a way, getting back to Leslie's question, to to die broke, but do it in a way that you actually maximize your savings that you have and, and extend it out as possible, but also to spend it down over time? Back in 2008, I went to Maryland. This was in the fall I might have mentioned this in a in an earlier episode, but we manage money for financial planners, and we would manage money in a in an equity pool and in a bond pool, and we would we would do the allocation within each of those segments, select managers. But the the financial planner would decide, all right, how much do I want to have in the equity pool? how much in the bond pool for their individual clients. So they would do sort of the asset allocation based on the risk tolerance of the client. So I went out, this is in the fall, markets had already fallen dramatically and literally took questions for three hours, two different sessions, an hour and a half each. I didn't even have a formal presentation. I just spoke for a few minutes and then just answered questions and tried to alleviate concerns. They were terrified. They, they literally had the deer in the headlights look because of what was going on with, with their retirement assets. And, and, he, and most of them actually had some type, a lot of them were ret- retired teachers. But think about individuals that were 
entirely or mostly dependent on their personal savings to fund their retirement, that, and Social Security. Isn't there a way to, to sort of create your own pension plan so where you're not so dependent on generating returns in the market to fund your ongoing spending once you're in retired? Once you're retired? That's really what I was trying to find. After, after that experience... And seeing these shell-shocked individuals, I thought there had to be a, a better way. And particularly for those that just don't have a lot of savings. I went to Chicago and I attended a conference for, I think it was two or three days. It was an insurance conference. I know very, very little about, or at the time, about insurance. I had life insurance, term life insurance. But annuities or anything like that, I didn't know much about, and if anything, I had a negative bias toward annuities. When I thought of annuities, I thought expensive, high commission, probably not a good idea. But I think the way to to learn something, if you don't know about, is, is to take a deep dive. So I spent two days in Chicago with a lot of insurance agents and people associated with the insurance industry, and, and I don't even remember the topic of the conference. I think it was geared toward retirement. And I came across a tool that I had not really heard of before called a single premium immediate annuity. And we'll call it SPIA for short. And the way that these work is you pay a lump sum premium one time, to an insurance company, and the insurance company promises to pay a dollar amount each month for the rest of your life and the life of your spouse, if you have a spouse. And that's all it is. And as I sat in this conference and learned more about it, one of the things that struck me is, why isn't this used more? And and what I found was there's a lot of annuities used, in, and sold by insurance agent, but the SPIAs, these single premium immediate annuities, aren't sold as much because the commissions are lower. And that, that's, one, that's a major reason they're not sold as much. Now, there's some other reasons that they're not sold as much is individuals are often fearful to give up control of their assets, to take a lump sum and give it to an insurance company even if they're going to get payments the rest of their life. Let's dig into these annuities a a little deeper. This this idea of annuity, of making, having a contract with a person or a company where you pay them a set amount, a premium, one time, and they pay you a stream of payments for a fixed term sometime for life, have been around for millennia, back to Rome, Rome. In fact, the word annuity comes from the Latin word annua, which is basically this structure. And the these single premium life annuities were available in the Middle Ages. They've been in the United States for over 200 years. So this is not a, a new product. This is something that has been around for generations. Yet most people still aren't aware of them. I think since 2008, more and more retirees are aware of this, but we're going to explore it a little more detail because this is a tool that could help you to die broke if 
you wanted to, and do it in a way that you can maximize the lifetime income of your investments. Because the other alternative is, is you have Social Security, which is like an annuity to some extent, an indexed annuity, because you get a payment for the rest of your life, and that payment is indexed by inflation. But everything else, most people just sort of, because only 11% have pension plans, they just have their, their nest egg and are trying to spend a set percent, which they'll adjust for inflation. There is a website called immediateannuities.com, and it's a site you can go get on and play around with, and I did. And I put in a hypothetical 65-year-old couple. So the husband's 65, the spouse is 65, they have $100,000, and they're going to put it into an annuity. How much would they get a month? They would get 468 dollars a month or about fifty six fifty seven hundred dollars a year so that's that's about a five point seven percent cash yield now the skeptical say yeah but th- that's not what the insurance company's earning because a portion of those payments are being paid back to the individual in other words they've given a lump sum payment and so in return, they're getting some interest, but they're also getting some principal back. And, but that, that's how annuities work. There's this calculation called the money worth calculation. Annuities are not ripoffs. Single premium immediate annuities are priced based on life expectancies, based on actuarial assumptions. And so the value of the premium you paid essentially equals the present value or the value in today's dollars of the premiums you'll receive up until your expected life or the time that you're expected to die. So a 65-year-old is expected to live 19 more years. That's your life expectancy to age 84. So that's 19 years. If you did a calculation, and there's analysts that do this, if you factored in, all right, I'm going to get, I'm paying $100,000. I'm going to get $465 a month for 19 years. The value of that stream of benefits, if you discount it back or put it in today's dollars, equals $100,000. Now, in reality, it's a little less because the insurance companies have expenses and they want to protect in case life expectancies actually extend out to 20 to 25 years. Well, if the present value of your premium or your benefits equals or essentially equals your premium paid, why would you do this? You do this because you think you're going to live longer than 19 years. You're going to live into your 90s. And this is where it's really an insurance pool. If you die before age 84, a portion of your premiums will go to pay the benefits of those that live longer than 84 years, that live into their 90s. That's just how insurance works in general. You pay homeowner's insurance to protect against fires. If your house burns down, the insurance company will 
pay you an amount to help you rebuild your house, portion of that payment comes from the premiums of those that also have homeowner's insurance whose house didn't burn down. So a single premium immediate annuity essentially is a form of longevity insurance. And the idea is you enter into these assuming you're going to live longer than 84 years. Now, the payout in, this, in our hypothetical example was about $465 a month. You can buy a rider or buy a version of these annuities where if you die and your spouse dies within, let's say, the first five years and you have a, a rider that goes out 15 years, then the insurance company will continue to pay your children or other beneficiaries for the next up to 15 years. And so you can, you can get a guaranteed payment up to five years, 10 years, 15 years, depending on what you select to your beneficiaries if you die. In exchange, you agree to take a lower monthly payment. And if you get on immediateannuities.com and, and do some scenarios, you'll actually see the give up in terms of your monthly benefit to, in order to get the guaranteed return of a certain amount of principal is actually not that much. So to some extent, it, it makes some sense. Let me pause here to share some words from this week's sponsors. Quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one program and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. With everything getting more expensive these days, it's wise to find ways to cut costs and boost performance at the same time. You can do that with NetSuite. And by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com david. That's netsuite.com david. netsuite.com david. The Pearl and I recently had dinner with some friends who run a retail business. They have multiple stores and an online shop. And they recently used Shopify to better manage their inventory so they could ship online orders out of all of their stores instead of the warehouse. It helped them get a higher conversion rate on their website because of Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launcher online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the, did we just hit a million order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling shipping supplies or promoting productivity programs, Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers, just like it did for our friends, with the Internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash david, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash david now to grow your business, no matter what state you're in. Shopify.com slash David. Now, I've seen these annuities work. I have a very close family member who only had $100,000 in his individual retirement account and he had $100,000 equity in his home and Social Security. He was about 70, and that's all he had. And, and so he, he had to make, was planning on making another. I have to assume he's going to live another 20 to 25 years or so. And this was a couple years ago. He went out and bought an annuity. He's actually bought two of them. So he took his house proceeds and bought an annuity. In his case, at the time, the payment was about $700 a month. And, and so this was really a way for him just not have to worry about investing money anymore. Here's the thing with annuities. There's a couple wrinkles. One, he was 70 at the time and was going to get an annuity payment about $700, $750 a month, or is getting that. The payout was higher than it is today if he went out and took out an annuity because the higher the interest rate, the more the payment more the beneficiary payment. And the reason for that is because the insurance company can earn more money on their investing, and so they can promise to pay more. And so that's something to consider with his annuities. With interest rates near rock bottom, the the payments are going to be lower today than they will with interest rates are higher. So that's one thing to consider. Second, the longer you wait to take out an annuity, if you wait to your 70s, the payment is going to be higher than if you're 65 or, or 55. And, and that makes sense because your life expectancy will be longer the younger you are. The longer you wait, the higher the payment. The third thing, and this is, gets to the point of Leslie's question in terms of dying broke, is most of these SPIAs are not indexed for inflation. In other words, you get that $465 a month for the rest of your life, but 25 years from now, it's not going to go as far in terms of purchasing power because of inflation. There are inflation index versions of these annuities, but the payment is substantially reduced. A way to get around this and still die broke would be to take a portion of your assets, let's say half, and invest it in an annuity and, and get that higher payment which will stay the same the rest of your life, but then use the remainder of your assets to essentially do cost-of-living adjustments. If you do it that way, you can actually invest the remaining pool of assets more conservatively, and you don't actually have to take as much money out each month because it's it's only for the cost-of-living adjustments. So in the early years, particularly, the amount that you're withdrawing from that pool of money is actually very, very low. 
to go out later, it would be higher. And that's one way to do it, to, to sort of structure life to, die, to try to die broke is to, to maximize the impact of your savings as much as possible by buying one of these single premium immediate annuities, but also have a portion of your savings just for the cost of living adjustments. The other thing that, that individuals often are concerned about when purchasing a SPIA or any annuity is what if the insurance company goes bankrupt? Well, in this case, the annuities pools are regulated by each state. And, and the job of the insurance regulator of each state is to make sure the insurance company has set aside separately in a separate trust or company enough assets to fulfill the beneficiary obligation. If the parent company runs into trouble, the insurance company or the state insurance regulator will oft, often force that parent or certainly encourage the parent to sell the annuity subsidiary to a stronger insurance company. And worst case scenario, if the annuity company goes bankrupt, there are state insurance pools or guarantee pools that the annuitants can go to and continue to receive their benefit. So the, the risk of these things are, 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 are very, very low. Now, you still want to use a very highly rated insurance company. You don't want to go through the lower rated in order to get a higher payment. It's important to, to still go highly rated insurance company, but the, ultimately the risk of default is very, very low. And again, these products have been around for hundreds and hundreds of years. So that's how one could essentially maximize their savings, their lifetime income, and particularly with many individuals not just not having a lot of money to retire, using these single premium immediate annuities as a vehicle. And you can you don't have to do it all at once. You could do it in sleeves. You can one could buy an annuity now. They could wait a couple years and buy another one. There's all kinds of ways to structure these. And I'm not again. I don't sell insurance products, but there are there are no load versions of annuities where they, the commission is, is very, very low. But a good place to start, again, if, if you're interested and you're exploring, is immediateannuities.com. little shorter episode today because it's Thanksgiving week here in the United States, and it's Thursday. Episode will be released on Wednesday. And then Friday is Black Friday, the day when many... We'll go and wait in line for special, special deals and hopefully not trample each other. Last time I participated in Black Friday was six years ago. It would be 2008. And my teenage son, or one of my teenage sons, wanted a Nintendo Wii. And he convinced me to get up at four in the morning, might even be three in the morning, to head down. 30 miles away to the mall where we were going to sit outside the door and then when the doors open rush to get to games GameStop GameStop to buy the three or four Wii's that they promised that they would have in the newspaper. So we did that. Our strategy was he would stay at one door and we were going to split up, and I'd go to the other door. Because we didn't know which, this, the, the store was in the mall. We didn't know which door would open first. 
It got to be, I don't know, when, when did the malls open? I think they were opening at 7 at the mall. So we waited a couple hours. It was cold. It was cold. And he was at a regular outside door. I was actually at J.C. Penney's door. And for whatever reason, J.C. Penney opened their doors a minute before 7 o'clock. And I ran. And I bolted through the store. And they were just opening the gate that goes into the mall. I went under the gate. And I beat out the first, I was second in line. And then my son came with the other group that just got behind me. And those other people were absolutely livid. I, I, I literally thought there was going to be a riot. I mean, I'm, I'm at the front and the people in the back are just, they're upset. <laughs> JC Penny opened their door. And, and if they didn't get in line, they'd been there since midnight and they didn't get, they didn't get their Wii, and and I felt bad. I mean, we we've got our Wii, but I, you know, at that point, I'd say I, I just this is crazy. I'm just not going to do this anymore. And it's it's easier to to not participate in Black Friday when your kids are are older and and hopefully more patient. So happy uh, Thanksgiving, happy Black Friday. Next week's episode, I have a special announcement I, I've been working on. I've had a lot of individuals say, hey, you, I love your podcast, love the show, but gosh, I wish there was more of it and, or more information. So I, I've come up with a way to, to provide more investment help, more help on money investing the economy. So next week, I'll share that with you and and reveal that and in the meantime if you have questions on this particular episode you can email me jd at jdavidstein.com you can get show notes for this episode at moneyfortherestofus.net that's also where you can sign up for my insider's guide where i'll email you those show notes and also answer listener questions that's also will i'll actually give you a preview in the insider's guide for next week of what I will be revealing. So sign up for that and and get a get a little bit of a preview. Everything I've shared with you in this episode has been for general education only. I've not considered your specific risk profile. I have not provided any type of investment advice, simply general education on money, how it works, how to invest it and how to live without worrying about it. Have a great week. And if you're listening to this during Thanksgiving week, have a happy Thanksgiving.